When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. My bill and out, you know, and I'll go ahead and pay it. So it's a sixty-nine dollar bill. Well, he wrote a he wrote a, a tip for two thousand, and um, <laughs> she says, you know, um, hold on, let me get to where she says it. She says, first thing I thought was I'll be able to spoil my kids. It's been tough because of COVID, right? And then <laughs> a couple of a couple sentences down, she said, I can't believe this restaurant is blocking my blessing. I've been praying about this for the longest. And they're just not going to give it to me. They only gave me five hundred. Yes, yeah, so of that tip. What What was the restaurant's reasoning to that? It said it is unclear why the restaurant couldn't process five hundred of the two thousand uh, dollar tip to give Bear in line with its limits. Also, the limit says they capped it at a limit. That's you know, so I'm they saying. they didn't get they didn't get the fifteen hundred either. Oh, they didn't get it either. No, they didn't get the fifteen hundred. Ah, okay. You know, I still. It adds another detail to the story, but look, if somebody here's the thing, my only question would be, are these servers on salary? Because every now and again, you have restaurants where even though you're able to take home tips, you're still getting paid more than like what minimum wage would be. All right. So, you know, usually like three bucks or something like that, three bucks an hour uh, for the tips. Tips. Now, if yeah. you're already being billed. At $16, $17, and I'm just throwing an arbitrary number out there, whatever it may be, but something significantly higher. And I don't know what minimum is either. I know it's been moved up in areas. So right. basically I'm saying if you're making 8 to $10 an hour more than what the minimum wage would be for a server, then the restaurant may have it in that bylaws or whatever that says, hey, when you join here, you're going to make this amount of money and then you get capped. But if that person is on tips and tips alone i don't i mean you should be able to do that i don't know if there's any legal issue where it you know it, it may look like laundering money or something like that but if somebody comes in and drops a two thousand dollar tip on you and you're making 350 an hour you should be able to keep every single cent of that no question no question you have to declare it okay that's fine but that should be on the server not the restaurant the restaurant would have the slip right there and say look here it is two thousand tip and went to the server Exactly. You know, and how could the restaurant, why would the restaurant, but why would the restaurant do it, especially in these times right now? But then as I went on to read, as I finished up, they're saying it got capped at 500 and she received the whole 500, but they're saying they didn't get the 1500. It's not, it didn't say that they didn't, but it just says they were capped at 500. So I don't know if they got it or not. Okay. But that's crazy, man. Wow. Some good people in this world. That's something you would do, wouldn't you? You would do that, Aton. I can see you doing that. If you yeah. had the means, you would definitely do that. I, I've given 
Well, I've worked on the other end of it. I've busted. Right. And that's where you don't make like a way you don't make like a good salary. You make a low hourly. You're not at the server level, but you also get, you know, trickle down from servers. So it would piss me off if I had to work on a night where there was a bad server. Like well, I, you know, I would always hate, I would much rather have a good server deal with bad customers than a bad server deal with good customers. Absolutely. You'll absolutely. never win that the other way. You'll always lose out on money with a bad server. Or you could be like a, a most restaurant, well, most bars rather, have all the tips go into one pot and they split it at the end. You know, I've seen that happen before also. I mean, I, I owned a restaurant for two and a half, almost three years. Right. And, you know, I they did what they could do. I mean, one time um one of my waitresses got a six hundred dollar tip. Mm. You know, so oh so and, and I I I mean that's a that's a good way to look at it. What did you have to do with that six hundred dollar tip? Did you just have to show proof with the taxes at the end of the year that that money didn't go to you and went to the server? Yep. So that's yep. it. It's basically it's a very simple thing that probably an accountant is going to take care of anyway. So I don't know what that restaurant would be holding back on that it would be some issue. Oh, they wanted the rest of it. Man. They want they wanted their fair share of it. That's and all they got was 69 bucks. They were a little pissed off. Yeah. They but, might not, they might not even made $2,000 that day. Right, and, but I and think, here it is, she's going home with $2,000. You know, I, I think if you look at it though, um Overall, at least, if you look at it, it probably does more for the restaurant. Like now we're talking about this restaurant as being a bunch of crumbs. Right. I didn't right. even know this place existed. Right. It's a uh, what's it called again? Let me see. I mean, it just caught my eye, man, you know, so but that's what I'm saying. Like if there are only two ways in which you get pub from this story, one is. Well, they had a, somebody come in and drop a $2,000 tip, and that's a great story at this restaurant. Somebody came in and dropped it. Okay. The other side of it would be somebody came in, dropped a tip, and exactly what happened. The restaurant said no. I mean, how do you – there's only one of two ways that it goes down. You right. Great just by default because somebody was so happy with that place, the food, the service, whoever, and they dropped a $2,000 tip. Or – you are the Uncle Scrooge in town that says, nope, nobody's dropping any tips up in here. <laughs> right. All right. So this is it's the uh, it's the Red Hook Seafood and Bar in San Antonio. What's going on down there? This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know my name. Three of us will be back intact tomorrow as Harry said, load management day for Mays. Had Harry on 1140. We're jammed in less than six minutes. Our pal Anthony Gilbert will join us. Make sure you follow him already at AX Gilbert on Twitter. And we'll get everything from the Hoop Mag Slam Online contributor columnist on the NBA trade 
Our NFL insider, John McMullen, will join us. We'll see if John is up for it. He might duck out on fake news because of some press conference down at the Novacare Center with the Philadelphia Eagles. Who knows? At this He's point. important like that. He is important like yeah. that. And he, he actually had a, a pretty good tweet, insightful tweet, about a recent departure of the Philadelphia Eagles. We just spent the last six minutes trying to break down this tip story. I want to make that's not a fake news story, right, Ron? No. Okay. Oh, he's just said it's only any. Or was that Ron who said no so fast? No way, Ron said no that fast. No way, he no. fingers me on the pulse so fast. Right. Now he's he still hadn't responded. Ron, what's up, bro? He probably I didn't did respond. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't I even hear you, know. man. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I thought it might have been you, but Barrett is now taking credit for that. No, that's fine. You know, hey, Barrett can speak for me. <laughs> of all the people on the show, I think you'd feel most comfortable if Barrett was the one to speak for you, right? Yes. <laughs> I think he's more coherent and competent than the other. <laughs> yes. He is the best equipped, without a doubt. Did you see this story? It's not in fake news. No, it's not in fake news. But did you did you guys bring it up in the good, the bad, and no, the dumb? Or no, I didn't even I didn't even see it. I, I don't know, and this is what I was trying to explain earlier in the break, is I don't understand what's going through the minds of the people in charge of that restaurant, because there's only one yeah. of two ways this goes. You either look really good for just by default for having somebody drop two Gs, or you become Uncle Scrooge right now and say no, no to tipping. Yeah. There's bad service, and you don't give the money up? Oh, that's crazy. Well, I, don't know, I almost want to say, you know, can we meet in the parking lot afterwards? <laughs> not, not for fighting, but the person doing the tipping. Yeah. Like, hey, just hold it there. I'll meet you around back. It's a great, great point right there. That's the new interpretation of I'll meet you outside. Right. Outside. <laughs> Instead of this time, you're getting paid. Lovely. We'll talk to AG next. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware. Hey, G. What's up, gentlemen? How y'all doing? I'm chilling, man. How you, man? How you? What's up, good brother? to see you, man. Real good to see you. Look, you look fine. What are you talking about? Now, we're not, we're live on the stream right now. That's fine. Can you see me? Yeah, Can you I hear see, me? I see everybody. Good to see you, everybody. Yeah, you're froze, man. See? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you, can hear you got that janky internet. Look, I can talk now. You got that janky internet. Oh, you know, they used to talk bad. AG used to talk bad about my internet, man. They talk bad about it, man. You they had to bring me into the yeah, so they had to they they brought me into the, the 20th century though. They uh I went and got an Ethernet cable and everything. Wow. But you can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. Isn't that why yeah. we hear you? We don't see you though. Well, we see you, you just frozen. 
There we go. Now it's just me and you, bro. We're gonna run yeah. the show now. He took he took <laughs> off. <laughs> How was your holiday, brother? Good, man. Good. How about you, man? Same, man. Yeah, nice and chill, small. You know, you know. All right, gotta be small. Yep. Yeah. Got to there be small. He is. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Chrome just froze on me for the first time doing the show ever. And that now your audio sounds crazy. Yeah, don't worry. I'll have it back up in a second. All right, there we go. All right. Yeah, I have it back up. Stupid. You want two chanders? It's too much. Look at that. See? What the hell's going on with Google Chrome, man? I see you over there trusting the process. Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? This this thing is so... I just wish this was warmer. It's really like... You really can't do anything but like actually act you know like do something as far as play or run around it's not good to just wear outside like a sweatshirt if that makes sense all right here we go this is the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto Parts studios here's aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays well, if you're watching on the stream, you've already been introduced to our next guest. We welcome him across all Sports Map radio platforms here. That's Anthony Gilbert at AX Gilbert on Twitter. You can follow him. You can read him, slam online, hoop mag as well. Always a pleasure, my friend. It's Barrett Brooks, Aton Shander, Harry with the load man. Harry got one of those Kawhi Leonard type perks today and said, uh-uh, I ain't doing it. So <laughs> took the day off. How are you, my friend? You look great. Uh, thank you. I'm doing well. I'm <laughs> I'm living my my best life over here uh, without getting a haircut in a couple months. But thank you. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Stay in. Don't play with that Rona. Yeah. COVID exactly. is real, exactly. very real. When's the last yeah. time you got a cut? Um, let me see. October. Okay, so you're coming up on a couple of months here. Yeah, two months. I know that probably feels like a year. Yeah. But you know, just curious. You don't look it by any means. What was your immediate reaction when you found out about the trade that now swaps Russell Westbrook and John Wall? Well, my first reaction, and Barrett will probably co-sign this. You never believe anything you hear from the team, man. Ever. Right. The the team is gonna say one thing and then they're gonna do another. <laughs> so um I was a little shocked, but then I was like, well, hey, you know, that's the business side of it. You know, um, there was a little bit of rumblings about John Wall not wanting to be there. So they had to do what was best. And, um, you know, now they bring another dynamic guard in. And, you know, of course, everybody this morning got, you know, the Wizards <laughs> right in the middle of the pack. So it, the NBA is... It's undefeated in terms of off-season drama. Like, nobody beats the NBA. Yeah, real quick, if I can follow up on that. I think what jumps out at me, and maybe, and you mentioned it, it, it's not really a discussed element of of it all, is how much this was John Wall's doing as opposed to what seems to be the major focus across the board, which is, oh, hey, Russ can't play with James, Harden can't play with anybody, and Westbrook wanted out. I don't know if it truly matters at the end of the day who the catalyst was, but it sounds like it might not have been all Russell Westbrook. 
Right. Yeah. And what, from what I'm hearing, it's, it's more like a win-win. Um, Westbrook was kind of like, hey, I don't necessarily want to play here under, you know, this leadership. And John Wall was kind of like, I- I'm sick of it. I'm really sick of what y'all are doing here. And, you know, with him being out and Bradley Beal's star rising, um, you know, it's time for a change. You know, now he gets to go down there and he's going to be with uh, Boogie Cousins. So he's going to be reunited. That whole oh, that's Kentucky. right. Yeah, Kentucky Wildcats. Here we go. Right. Right. And that's Boogie. a pretty good in and out game there. So, um, so, but, you know, look at the reverse. Look at the East. Now, how is it going to affect the East? I mean, you said they're going to be right around the middle of the pack. You know, what perspective would you give as far as where they're at? I mean, because everybody's saying right now they've anointed the Nets to be the the, the, the top dogs in our in, in on the East. You know, they, I think they've jumped over right now uh, Milwaukee. Do you think that they'll be up there also? I think they'll be like a six, like like a six pick. Um, I mean, a six seed. Um, so they'll probably get like a like a five six matchup, and um, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's pretty favorable. So they they leapfrog the head of the Sixers also. At yeah, this potentially. Point. Um, I I don't think they'll be like an eighth or seventh seed. I think they'll be more like a, a six seed, just because we see how the NBA is going now, especially favoring uh, like a small ball or like a, a strong guard. Um, play right. so to have Beal and Westbrook um, I like it I my thing is who's going to who's going to defer and who's going to say hey all right I'm going to be more of a facilitator and I'm going to be more of a volume scorer because they're both scorers so it, it gets a little tricky but I think they'll be able to figure it out down there with Scott Brooks Wow, what about you? You know, I'm just trying to look around. I I always defer to you, my brother, and and you know that. But I I mean, six C for Washington. I think a lot of that is predicated on what you said, right? Which is the two guys in the back figuring it out. But mm-hmm. what about what about teams around them? Now, I, I mean, Atlanta and Charlotte are they not good enough now to compete for the back end seven eight slots? And does that take away from where Washington could finish? Yeah, I mean, we definitely have to see what those teams do. Um, they're they're still not even with the this year. Let's say they they get to play the whole season out. Atlanta and Charlotte still don't have what it takes to even probably make the playoffs. And if they do, they might make the playoffs with like losing records. Right. So that definitely opens the door for somebody like. Washington, who can come in with 41 wins and and kind of play like 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 a small a small ball. So Westbrook, Beal, uh, uh, Hachimura at the three, you know, like they yeah. have some some good pieces that they can make a run. But are they going to win uh, and go far? No. But will it be a, a welcome change? For sure. I'm trying to see where they they fit in as far as you know, like like, and if you look at it, you know, of course, like we said, the Nets. Um, you look at what Milwaukee's going to do. Um, you still have to say Boston's going to be around there. You know, they're getting Kimbo back. Um, 
Jalen Brown. You know, so they have some players, man. And, and I'm trying to see where they fit in as opposed to where the 76ers fit in, you know, because, I mean, I, I like what Maury did. I like what he brought in. Uh, he brought in, you know, some confident shooters, somebody I know can shoot three ball in uh, Danny Green. Um, you know, I think uh, this will, you know, for, for Con will, will come in and be more of the mix as far as playing more minutes because he is a shooter. Where do they, you know, I think they're, they're jockeying right there with the with the 76ers. You know, where would you put the Sixers at in this in this whole uh, division? Yeah, I mean, I, I I like what the Sixers are doing on paper. And like you said, like they got, they addressed the shooting. They've needed shooting for years. So they got, you know, exactly what they needed. Danny Green and Seth Curry and, you know, Cork Maz. And so we'll see. But I. And, I, and and they got under the cap, you know, and, and they drafted well. So the, the Sixers actually look like that shiny new toy. Um, and I can right. really see them like in in like the top three or four. Um, and I, I still respect Boston a lot. Boston's going to be tough. Milwaukee's going to be tough, especially adding Drew Holiday. Um, so, yeah, I, I see the t- Sixers in like that top four. And, you know, drawing like a nice force, you know, maybe three or four seed and, and having a chance to, to to do something, you know, with new new leadership and, and new pieces uh, surrounded by their their core. Um, so that the Sixers are people are aren't really talking about them, but the NBA is on alert and, and the new and the, the Brooklyn Nets are on alert. The Brooklyn Nets are for sure like, man. All right. Well, here we go. Anthony Gilbert, part of me joining us at AX Gilbert on Twitter. I want to get your thoughts. Just one more thing for me on the James Harden and Russell Westbrook failure. And now the new friendship that will develop down there between Wall and Harden. Is there a teammate problem? Does James Harden have an issue? And it's not a negative so much. I mean, look, some people, Aaron Rodgers is difficult to play with, right? And Allen Iverson, we saw, was difficult to match up talent. Didn't take anything away from the individual. But are we talking about a new Iverson in somebody who's incredibly difficult, but it seems to be also incredibly difficult to pair the right talent around him? I definitely say it's it's tough to... All right, so it's, it is like AI, and I love that analogy. Um you have to look at the team that won the Eastern Conference in 2001. It was like AI, and he had a bunch of guys around him that knew their role, and they all achieved. Matumbo won Defensive Player of the Year. McKee won Sixth Man. Coach Larry Brown won, you know, Coach of the Year. Everybody knew their specific role, and we all know how knowing your role fills, you know, with a a bigger plan. Uh, so if, if if they can rebuild Houston and say, hey, come on in, know your role, Boogie, know your role, John Wall, we're going to play around this guy who's an MVP. I, I like that. But as a professional athlete, Barrett will tell you, everybody don't buy into that. Absolutely. It's, it's right. tough to buy into that. Well, you know, you know you- you, you talk about buying into something, you know, we, um, of course we got doc, we got doc rivers, but then I hear all this stuff coming out, you know, and, and a time made me aware of this, that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard had certain perks and we don't need that type of coach here in Philly. We need somebody who's going to 
lay the wood, you know, hey, this is my team. You're going to do it the way I need you to do it. You're going to play in my system the way I need you to play. Now, I know they're grown, man, and you have to, you know, you got to go in and make sure you, you you demand your respect. But does he have enough of that? Does, you know, does he does he have enough to, to make these guys or, or put these guys in a position, you know, even if they don't believe in this system, to make them play his system? You know, is he going to be that type of coach? Where do you see Doc being? I think that he's going to get the respect off the strength of like Tobias Harris is going to say, Hey, look, he really helped me with my game. Um, you know, let's go in here. We got the pieces. We we got the, you know, the missing ingredients. And I think just the, the day to day doc will really prove himself and show like, Hey, this is how we run it. But doc also isn't, he's not that disciplinarian. You know, which to what you said, Barrett, like that's kind of what this team needs from what we've seen through the Brett Brown tenure. Yes. Um, He's also like a pro's pro. He played the game. He's not really big on like these long drawn out practices. So I could see guys saying, you know what? All right, I'm going to give it up for him. I'm I'm going to play for him. I want to win for this guy, you know, so kind of like what he did in Boston, you know. He yep. had solid vets, and everybody stuck to it to a man and, and played for each other and played for the coach. So that's what our our biggest hope is for this team. Awesome. Thank you, brother. As always, Anthony Gilbert, AG, at AX Gilbert on Twitter, Slam, Hoop Mag, everything you can do to read and follow him. You'll be more than informed about the NBA. We appreciate you. Thanks, bro. All right. Take care, gentlemen. Take care. That's Anthony Gilbert joining us. We'll take a quick one. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We return with fake news with Ron Culver all here on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the Um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. 
That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. I've got a minute. He's always got great information, man. He's on oh, it, I bro. love it. He's on it. He's great. Yep. Anthony's the best. He's got great stories, too. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. It's funny how uh, sometimes when I tell people these stories, man, they, they don't believe me, man. Until they, I had a guy, you know, I was talking about, like I said, I was talking about um, Harbaugh and the fact that I played with Harbaugh in Detroit. And it doesn't say it in Detroit. It doesn't, he doesn't have a record of him being in Detroit. So I was working up at NFL Films and I was uh, interviewing some coaches, you know, so we had a whole staff up there. We had, you know, playbook. Right. Just so you know, we only have about 10 seconds. All right. Well, I'll say it when we get on. Yeah. Save that story. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. Well, Harry is back tomorrow with us. He joined us earlier in the first hour. All things normal on a Friday as we head into the first weekend of December. Barrett, myself, we've brought in reinforcements for this segment. Not to say that neither one of us were lacking confidence by any means, but John McMullen, our NFL insider, who will hang out for the next segment and talk all things NFL from what he saw and heard today with the Eagles all the way up to what happened yesterday, is a savvy, I don't want to just take you know the term veteran and throw it out there, a savvy veteran. When it comes to the fake news segment, Barrett. So <laughs> kept in for Harry. So we still have the three-person element to it. And we hope all is well with you to, today, John. Are your sleeves rolled up? Are you ready to go? Yeah, a little bit of rust. Uh, but, you know, you got to knock it off. Now, I'm <laughs> curious because I let Rod know about, I don't know, what, I'd say like an hour ago, that – you might be on here for fake news. And I wonder if just knowing that Ron ditched a story and ramped up today's segment because he knew that you are the most <laughs> difficult of all to fool. Well, I hope so. You know, that would, that would play up to the ego, but I, I, you know, I think Ron probably just said, uh, who cares? It's just McMullen <laughs> or, or uh, just know, the show. I, mean, I got the stories already picked out. I'm just going to let it roll. If, all uh, right. if, if you get them, you get them. If you don't, you don't. Uh, and chances are, I think it's, I think today's maybe a little bit easier. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Today's easy. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Let's do it. See, that's, that's a little self-deprecating. You're trying, I think you're trying to play it. You know, his I'm MO. Not, I'm not throwing a fake out. I'm all not right, throwing a fake out. That. I think, I think these stories are too mainstream that we probably all have heard them already. All right. Three stories. One of them but is fake, they're, right? They're too good not to pass up. Yes. All right, so we still have a fake story in here. We still have a fake story. Okay. Three stories, two are real, one is fake. Sounds good. good, my friend. Take it away. All right, story number one. A swingers convention in New Orleans, naughty and Norland. I saw this. Despite all the warnings of a current pandemic, they get the distinct honor of becoming a super spreader event, if you catch my drift. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I saw 40 people tested positive for the virus. After 41. This. 41. What's, what's virus, 41. though? 
Corona. <laughs> well, well, that's, you know, that's true. Here's right? the thing, though. I Here's the thing. I don't get how you could even get 41 people in the same room. Because they're well, super spreaders. How you get 41 uh, people to get the virus. Why not an even number? Well, you're assuming, <laughs> you're assuming yeah. that everything is Come on. evenly Come matched on. up. You got to be more worldly than that. You got group. You got everything going on. Swingers. Hello. Swingers are not generally worried Seeing about a new kind I, of germ or virus. No, I get it. I knew we pulled in the expert. But here's the thing. Ron's <laughs> point about being an even number doesn't add up when you have multiple mathematical equations that can be at a swingers party. True. Exactly. That j- just shows how little I know about swingers parties. Okay. Well, what what story? Right, Ron. Right, right, Ron. Right. Uh, story number two: seeing sales decline drastically over the last few years. Sears, you remember Sears yes. and Roebuck? Yes. Sears has dove yeah. into the adult novelty world as a means to salvage their business. What is adult novelty? Well, like, can you define that in this case? That's a broad um, term. That's toys. Toys. That's, uh... Adult toys. Yeah. Okay, are we talking about like lingerie in, in the, as well? In the bedroom stuff. Well, they've they've sold lingerie. Okay. Believe me, I know. I used to get the Sears Wish Book when I was a kid. <laughs> Next you, know, time. You, you used to have you used to have those Sears, Sears wholesale stores where you could buy you know like washers and dryers. Right. You know, they just put put the uh, sexual toys right next to them. Yeah, interesting. I can buy that. That the only two things doing well. And the pandemic are Amazon and things related to sex. That's why we're talking about swingers clubs and adult novelties. I tell you what else is going through the roof is any, any legalized medication from a pill to if you're in a state that has legalized marijuana, anything in all in between, any type so of medication. There, oh, yeah. Wasn't there a story and, like and of course alcohol. Out? Of course alcohol. What's that, Ron? I'm sorry. Is it, is, wasn't there a story somewhere out there like Oregon's running out of yeah. drugs? Yeah. Which is not difficult. You just grow it from somewhere else. Yeah, and you know. It. All right. So story two, nobody has any real beat on it as far as if this thing is real or fake. Let's hear the third story. Story number three, a fisherman making roughly about $670 a month found 220 pounds of whale vomit that is worth up to $3.2 million. What? Why, why, why would whale vomit be that expensive? And who's measuring whale vomit? I got a lot of questions about three, so I'm right off the bat. I'm I'm leaning towards three. Me too. Wait a second. Just because you have no idea, like, is whale? No, vomit, I'm not, I don't. I don't. Is know, that currency? I don't the whale vomit market that's what i'm saying it could be and gold I, I consider myself i consider myself a learned man and i if i don't know about the whale vomit market i'm gonna say that's the fake news all right i'm gonna go out on a lit first off i gave you the 33 33 33 which is our version of the millionaire 50 50 we took the first story off the board i know that to be true for a fact the second story i'm gonna say the second story only because the third one is too deliberate of a detail but i also know that i'm taking a risk barrett going up against the great zen master in this game and that's john mcmullen well i'm going mcmullen because this is my rationale it seems ron's 
thinking a little freaky right now. So the first two, he just got out, pulled out of his hat because he's thinking a little freaky. The well varmint tried to throw us <laughs> off a little bit. So I'm go- I'm going with number three too. All right. So there you have it, Ron. So so John and Barrett are number number three is the fake story, and Aton, you're number two. Correct. All right. The fake story this week is number two. I, I, I keep I keep trying to give you a little bit more yeah. insight. Now, I, Sears, I, I will say this: Sears did fall victim to a prank dealing with an adult um, situation with medicine balls, but that was the extent of it. Now, they might jump into it. I mean, like John said, that's the one thing that's surviving the pandemic. But whale vomit, John, just to give you a little um, education because I had to educate myself as well. The whale vomit story is true. Whale vomit is also known as amber, amber, green, amber, ambrosia. No, amber, amber, amber gris. Okay, I believe that's how you say it. And it's an ingredient used in a lot of perfumes. What? Oh wow! See, you learn something new every so day. So whale vomit. Knock off the rust. Yeah, whale vomit's an ingredient I'm, I'm, uh, used in Chanel Number no. Five. To wow. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm like Carson Wentz. I'm not going to get skittish. I'm going to get right back on the board. Because <laughs> I got, just because this is a bad day. Can't give up. Got to keep moving forward. Okay. Now, the well vomit does need to be quality tested first at, to give it that high price tag. He has already been offered $320,000 for it. But once he goes through all the testing and he finds out that it's pure amber gris, then he could probably make upward about to around three point two million. Look at that! This so, is how the show works. All right. Let's start. Let's start combing the beaches, right? We educate John That's on all. fake news, and now John's going to educate us coming up. It's crazy. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Look at that see, I'm telling you guys, man. That's uh, unbelievable, man whale vomit i didn't know it was a thing i just you guys also educated me on uh what is it uh beaver beaver anus story every year what was that story ron the beaver story rocket or go to rocket mortgage dot that was another Um, one right what was that i think i feel like we just had it It using vanilla she was showing off her pet beaver Right, right, right. And then we went to... She was raising a beaver. Choosing the right ream easy. There's something else, too, where it's like, uh, God, it's it's not beaver poop. It's It's used in in vanilla. Yeah. Answers and advice from our... Yeah. Yeah, I did... Penguin AZ, I did say that. Beaver anus is used in vanilla. So use an accurate thermometer for twice... See, I told you, man. Hey, Ron. Hey, put the kids to sleep early tonight, all right, bro? Put them to bed early. Why? Because, man, you, you're, you're just all in it today, man. No, that's weird. I thought for sure you guys saw that Swinger stories. That came out yesterday. I did. No, I, I told you right I know, away. I know you did. I didn't see it, but... You guys but, aren't scouring the internet for stories like that. Well, this was, this was on every late night talk show yesterday. They all had jokes about it. Four. <laughs> about it being a super spreader event. Because it actually got labeled a super spreader event because COVID 19 went rampant through it. Yeah, super but spreader. That was, that's the Swingers Club being labeled super spreader event. 
in February 2020. Uh, y'all tickle me with that, man. But the man yeah. Hey, um, just a word of the wise. If you're going to Google beaver anus, make sure that you highlight the one that says beaver anus and vanilla ice cream. What? Colorectal or lung cancer. Yeah, I don't know what else. I, I don't, I'm afraid to even <laughs> see what else comes up. Nope, I'm good. Maybe I don't need to Google that that badly. Call one I can promise you Like, uh, I don't know if you've heard that promo where Tony and I were talking. Remember that cougar that was chasing down a guy? Yeah, Tony almost made the mistake of uh, googling t- Cougar Mom. Yeah, I, I've Ooh. heard that promo. It's it's really wow. So that that could be fun. You, you got to do that one when you're alone, though, right? And right. Uh, real quick, can you email me that thirty that you did the other day? That was really good. Please. Yeah. Thank you, sir. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Or Pennzoil Platinum with the Mobile One oil filter for just thirty three ninety nine. Plus, this holiday season, get a $25 NBA store gift card and two times speed perks points instantly with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, hanging out now after a pretty disappointing showing on fake news, I have to say. We built this up, <laughs> and I think it let a lot of people down, John, including we had some people on the stream saying, if you didn't win this, it was fixed. Uh, well, you know, talk to my wife. I let a lot of people down. Uh, but, you know, you got to make sure. Fair enough, my friend. Hey, um, the Penguin AZ up. No, I didn't have any 7-7 today, man. You guys are just they're, – they're acting a fool today, and I'm just caught up in the mix. You know, they got, well, you know, McMullen Mafia and Aton just – they're acting a fool today, man. That's what's going on. Well, it's they're, Thursday. They're on. They're on me right now. Uh, they're on me right now, man. They're on me right now. Who's that? The stream? Yeah, yeah, the stream. Let's look. It's it's okay. It, it, you know, people are just making sure they're keeping you honest with the whole Seagrams and seven and right, right. Well, what's what's the medicine ball prank though? Well, that's something that I, I guess came up with the Sears conversation, where it, it was, and Ron probably knows better than me. Xander put that out there about the medicine ball prank on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle i didn't know anything about a real prank but i guess that's what the story was well, rooted just in. real quick uh what the prank was somebody had uploaded a photo a not safe for work photo to the sears website and it was under the title like if you were to search for medicine balls <laughs> you know like traditional exercise Got medicine it. balls Got it. um a picture appeared that Definitely, they definitely weren't exercise medicine balls. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's, I think you know Sears has obviously had a lot of problems. I think they might consider that uh, that business idea moving forward. Yeah, might save them. And look, Sheldon Durstein on the stream PhillyVoice.com/slash/the-middle. This is how learned of an audience we have. The whale vomit is called ambergris and used in perfume, insanely expensive. So people, uh, people, uh, we should go to the All audience right. more. Yeah, that's... We might have to institute an option on fake news to where it's like call a friend. Instead, you can go to the stream there. 
How right. bad is? Let's ask this question, John. Let's start here. How bad is it right now with Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, Jeffrey Lurie, Carson Wentz, any type of power struggle or tug or anything that's going back and forth that's going to compound how bad of a season they've had on the field? Well, I mean, that's generally what happens in these types of instances. Uh, if it comes down to your job, if it comes down to your employment, uh, people tend to start pointing fingers. It's human nature. Um, so Jeffrey Lurie ha- has to step this in, it, step in at some point uh, and stop this kind of stuff. And, you know, one way to do that, suck it up and go to Cleveland. Don't leave the practice field in disgust. Uh, I mean, you're you're the guy in charge of this organization. You have to set the example. Uh, he's he's owned this team for over a quarter century now. He knows how this industry works. It's cyclical. You're going to have bad seasons at times. You know, all you have to do is look to the other side of the state, and and too many organizations do not. Uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, continuity is always better than the alternative. They've had three coaches since 1968. They've all won Super Bowls. Two of them are in the Hall of Fame. The other one will be in the Hall of Fame at some point. Use some common sense at some point. So you're saying that they shouldn't give up hope on this coaching staff, on well, especially on Doug. And um, I mean, they got to chalk this year up. You know, I, I was saying the same thing. I, you got to chalk this year up. There was nothing. There was no normality to this whole season. You know, you really can't make an accurate assessment on um, who this Philadelphia Eagles team is because this this is definitely not Carson. We know this is not Carson, but you know, you are what your last game is, and it's been trash. So he's been trash. So as they go forward, could he do the same thing he did last year? Um, play out of his mind, get to a point where, you know, he wins a couple games and keep this coaching staff around? Well, I I think the coaching staff might stick around. Uh, uh, There's going to be a a certain uh, amount of change, um, and we'll see as far as assistant coaches go. But I I do think there's still a good chance that – Uh, Doug Peterson stays and if he doesn't I think it might be perhaps because he personally wants to leave but so I I still think there's plenty of avenues for him to stay Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to correlate to playing well down the stretch Um, I, I think when you look at Carson Wentz and his contract and the realization that he's got to be here essentially uh, at least through next season then you try to talk yourself into the offensive line issues and what if Brandon Brooks is out there and what what if Lane Johnson's healthy, Kelsey comes back, uh, Dillard and Mylotta have a competition and, and you get competent play at left tackle. He's going to play better. The, the, the part I'm disappointed with Carson at, I, I think it's fair to say elite quarterbacks don't do this. Even if everything is falling around uh, around them, they they manage to persevere. They manage to get certain things done, and they don't completely fall apart. So I think people hoping 
for 2017, hoping for an MVP level quarterback again. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Ever. We haven't seen this before out, outside of four other guys, one of them being Mark Rippon, who played, what, five or six games after that. Everybody else retired because they were at the tail end of their career. And it's, it's like there has been a whole chunk of Carson Wentz's career that has been cut and pasted out of it. And we've gone from first three years of catching buzz in this league to being that 35-year-old, 38-year-old washed-up individual. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And that, that hits the nail on the head because people look at, oh, okay, are there any comps to this for somebody who's played at such a high level for, you know, four seasons when he was healthy at least? You know, he's only 27 years old. Typically when you see this decline, you're talking about an aging player uh, and, or, or you're talking about injuries. And people will say, well, Carson's had significant inju- injuries. Yes, he has, but – He's played well after the torn ACL and LCL. He's played well after the back injury. So that doesn't explain it. Right. And that's where I'm at with this. You know, it doesn't explain um, the poor play as far as understanding reads, uh, knowing where to go with the ball. I mean, those are all things that you can – you can, I mean, it, it really doesn't even take practice time to really to really do it because you got to know who's going to be where and where they're going to be and where they need to be. And I, I don't see that awareness in this game right now. I don't see this awareness. All right, if this blitz is coming from the right side, I see it's a cat blitz where the cornerback's coming that you have a hot read because you know the offensive lineman can't pick up a, a, a corner from way out there, that you know where your hot read is, know you need to get the ball at. I don't see those type of pre-read diagnosis as, as, as a quarterback you know you see the great quarterbacks that's what they do they get a pre-read yeah, and that's, it that's helps them. what i was saying with fake news all right i you know what the dead today but you can't lose confidence you got to believe in yourself and, and carson Wentz doesn't believe in himself right now and it's pretty evident uh, by the things you're you're talking about barrett mm-hmm. now i don't know if i think it was baldy who put up that one clip where you know, one of the issues with Seattle's defense all year is they don't get lined up right. And right. Uh, on the one play, nobody lined up over Jalen Rager. He's waving his arm. Yeah, he's like, look, look at me. Here, right now. Go. And Carson missed it, and he didn't see it. And I, that kind of stuff is inexplicable. Yes. Um, you know, the, the fourth and four play where – he and Dallas Goddard aren't on the same page. Those are veteran players. You know, people are criticizing Doug for that. That should have been converted. That was a good play call. It was going to work. And two veteran players aren't on the same page. Yeah, they ran two pivot routes uh, on the outside. Going on all year. Yep. And on that play, they ran two pivot routes on the outside with, with Dallas Goddard and Chad, um, uh, Boston Scott. And the play didn't even the, the play hadn't developed yet, and he was throwing the ball. And I understand why he threw it because he had a defensive lineman in his face. Kelsey had let the uh, the nose guard go, and which teams are starting to game plan Kelsey and put bigger guys on him. And he and at this point, it's hard for him to handle it. You know, laws of physics just aren't in his 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 favor. You know, these guys outweigh him by 50, 60 pounds. A lot stronger guys. Yeah, so. that's one of those. You know, Jason had problems with that. You go way back to when Chip was here. People started to figure that out. He got obsessed with being 
so athletic and so quick, and he lost uh, a bunch of weight to play up-tempo. And they started pit, putting those big guys like Linval Josephs in front of them, and they would yep. just beat them up. Um, and and it, over the past few years, I, I think people underrate how important uh, a guy like Brandon Brooks for, is for Kelsey because he's so big and he's so strong. Yes. And, and, and even Isaac for that matter, who had been out uh, for a long period this year. So those two guys being out for that long of a period really hurt Jason Kelsey as well. That, you know, that, that bad snap, my fault, that bad snap was a direct reflection on them lining up a big guy right over the top of him. And he felt as though he had to get the ball out pretty quick. Yeah, that's never been his strength. I mean, he's an undersized guy, always has been. Uh, and obviously that's not going to change. Um, he's, he's always had tremendous technique, and that's how he's uh, dealt with it over the years. But it is helpful when you got a guy like Brooks who can help you out with some of those big bodies. John, just looking at this on your way out, where would you rank the Eagles beating the Packers on the range of upset for this weekend's activity? I would be a massive upset. I, it's not, I mean, the Packers have lost three times. It's not like you can't beat them. But they you, did play down to Jacksonville, beat the too. Packers, you, you have to beat a shoot. You have to win a shootout. I, I mean, they're going to score points. So you got to win a 35 31 game. I, I just don't think this Eagles offense is capable of generating that type of offense. There's two teams in this league that haven't scored 30 points all season. The New York Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. That's damning right there. You know what? That's that's the stat of the week. Forget the show. That right there, nothing will come close to that. Amazing. John, thank you, sir. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll chat with you next week at JF McMullen, our NFL insider, courtesy of Jacob Media. That's John McMullen. All right. Thanks, guys. All Appreciate right. it, bro. Wow, we, we need to get into this. That is ridiculous. That, Absolutely. We should never be in the same conversation as fans <laughs> of the Philadelphia Eagles as Jake Asman and the fan that he is of that god-awful New York Jets team. And yet somehow we are married by one of the worst stats you could find in the NFL. All right, quick break. We'll wrap the hour coming up. Barrett Brooks, Aton Shander, Harry Mays, all of us, John McMullen, Ron Culver, we make up the middle here on phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Wow. 56. 30. That's that's crazy. I didn't even realize that. You realize that? No, that's ridiculous, man. Just like, you know, I, 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 what? I broke down those plays. You know, I mean, the Eagles made a concerted effort to run screen plays uh, this last game. You know, we call them um, we call them. Um, Speed screens, that's screens with, with wide receivers, you know, either a tunnel screen or a middle screen. Those are all run by wide receivers. Um, and, you know, they're different from slow screens. Slow screens are with running backs and tight ends where you give the line a chance to punch and go, and then they set up a wall, and then the running back or tight end runs behind it. They ran nothing. They didn't even have over 50 yards this entire season in screen yardage. Well, they made a concerted effort this last game, and it started working. Right. The way the, the, the play in which um Doug Peterson talked about, I think it was the play. That's the only, you know, way the only play that I saw that they ran that type of screen with with uh Jalen um 
Rager. He just didn't run it right. And I think it's just his inexperience of running the play because they don't play it led to them not scoring. It could have been six. It could have been a, a, a score on it. Yeah. And then, the, then the other play was a slow screen with the running back, Boston Scott. And him and Carson, they had a guy across the formation, you know, the, the you know, Ward Jr. went across the formation to the right side. And the DB did not follow him, which means they were going to blitz off the side they were throwing the screen into. Carson should have picked up on that, told the running back, <clears throat> excuse me, Boston Scott, not to go through the run fake, but to block the protection instead of going through the run fake. They want to uh, run fake read option. Okay. You don't do it. Right. You just you, you you stop that. All you have to do then is have Boston Scott hit Adams on the way out, stymie him a little bit, then turn around and get ready to receive the ball. Carson throws it over um, uh, Jamal Adams' head, and it had been six. They actually had five blockers out there in front of him, five. And he didn't, they, they couldn't execute it because they didn't know to stop with the run fake. You got to abort it, play the protection, get the ball to him, and it's six. I mean, he had a convoy out there. But those are the little things that I see this Eagles team do that that, that kills them. It crushes yeah. them. Yeah. And, and, you know, they haven't picked up on it. No, they pick on it because they go to they go to the meet and they see this. Yeah, but they don't do anything about it, or right are good enough to change it. Well, they don't change, and that's the problem. They won't change it because they'll run it the same exact way, and it's a copycat league. Right. So even though this this Green Bay defense we're about to face, they're not good at all. But they'll just do the same game plan that that, that Seattle did and beat up on them again. They'll beat up on the Eagles. They won't change. So since they won't change, why would you change when it's working? Right. Exactly. Exactly. They they're. Just... You're listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's oh yeah, Eric Brooks and Harry Mays. Man, John McMullen just ruined my week. <laughs> I should be happy. Today is the day that I outsmarted both of you in fake news. I'm just reading. You know, it's like poker. I'm not reading the cards. I'm just reading the player. My whole strategy in fake news is trying to read Ron Culver. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it does not. But McMullen hits us with this stat right before he gets at. Notice that he hit us right as he was leaving. Right, right. He, he dropped, dropped the mic. at us with this yeah. bad stat, Barrett. <laughs> Now the whole show stinks because right. of that that he left us with. But only two teams have yet to score 30 points, and that's the New York Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles. So more continued married misery between the show before us in Jake Asman and us here in the middle. This is terrible. That is this, inexcusable. You can't get 30. It's reality. What? It's reality. The reality of the situation is, and you and you hit me to it. You told me earlier on the day when um, we're starting the show, we are a bad team, and that's literally what we are. We're a bad team. We do bad things because that's the only thing they know how to do at this point is be a bad team. Yes, they can't dig their way out of this out of this 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 hole because they don't know how. You know, there's one thing I was thinking of. There's one saving grace. For you and me, and we'll have the whole team back on Friday. We'll talk a little bit more about this game specifically because we only have about 90 seconds left or so. But there's, <laughs> he's, 
What? You see 91 Sixers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he always yells. Oh, that. Don't read down to the bottom. Yeah. 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 You are right. Sir. But here's the thing this whole thing about the, I can't shake that Jags game. I can't shake the fact that the Packers took a team so lightly that they did one quarter's worth of work and it was still enough. Now, I, I get it. The Packers are not going to lose that game, but it might be close just the same way. And like the Eagles are now a team that nobody takes seriously anymore. That might help the Eagles keep games close. That's a travesty, too. We're talking about the Eagles team that didn't, that built up the gold standard and they have just totally decimated that standard now. Yeah, you know, with Jets, Eagles, same sentence. Welcome to football in Philadelphia. New York, they're already used to that slop. I'm not I'm not ready to eat slop yet. All right. I'm not right. ready to go down and eat that Asmin flavored gruel. Keep that for the Jets. <laughs> uh, we're back Friday, a football Friday. We've got a lot of things happening here on Friday. So make sure you're with us. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.